Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drahada Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the Renault, Dacia and Opel range. Whether it is a petrol, diesel, LPG, plug-in hybrid or electric, we have the perfect car for you. See blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome to Late Lunch this Friday afternoon. I have to go straight to my first guest and get his reaction. He's been listening to the farm news and he is a well-known farmer from County Mead. Brendan Francis Shields, Hello. Jerry, I was the proud owner of an MF-35, three cylinders, double wheels for the bog, built in 1963, the same year that John F. Kennedy was going out with Marlon Monroe, and my tractor is still going. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Shields, you're a legend. <laughs> oh, Jerry, don't be telling. I'm a farmer's friend, that's me, the farmer's friend. All my friends are farmers. I'm going to write that song. <laughs> and no. Massey Ferguson, can I say the little rhyme? I love saying this. Masseys are classy, but zethers are better. More room and plenty of zoom. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm loving that one. It's a nice the car, one. The car, what? It's a nice one, isn't it? I love it, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go the ram was fine but he was past his prime so he decided to turn him into a weather now he's as meek as a lamb he doesn't give his damn so bits are getting better <laughs> I'll, brush. I'll keep it going as long as you like it. I you know you will I wouldn't be able to keep up with you look it's great to have you back with us on the show I'm truly delighted how are you getting on well as you know maybe you don't know but if anybody has seen me dancing to stay in the life on the internet one week after double hip replacement in the bond secure, which in itself is historical as well as hysterical, never happened before, myself and Dr. Paddy Kenny. So I am the recipient of two new hips. I have a nice CD, the same as Christian Erickson and the Denmark team. Other than that, I've never been better. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only over this. Listen, it is unusual on a serious note. You normally get them done one at a time. That's right, but I, I was so bad that if you do me right leg, my left leg couldn't do one for me anyway. And I was fairly strong and fit. So he said, well, let's go for it. So we went for it. The following day, I was walking up the steps at the Bon Secure. Wow. No, no, no exaggeration. I crawled in. The next day, I was ready to walk out. It's the greatest operation of all time. And you're just over it. And besides that, you, I believe you got the jab too. I got two jobs too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like he wanted me to like, just, yeah. I was I was on the jab seekers allowance. I was looking for it so badly, you know. <laughs> sure, you haven't really, uh, just, you'd want to be getting the jab, you know. You to, yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't want to be get this thing. Yeah, it's, we should it, be all doing wherever we can to help out, you know. Sure, good man, brush, and I'm with you all all the way on that one. So look at you're the bionic man now. Two new hips. Here's what I'm going to do next week. I'm doing all these things. Next Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to go up to Dunboyan AC. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do the fastest walk anywhere in the 100 metre walk anywhere in the world by somebody who has a double hip replacement in the last fortnight and has an ICD. 
and I want to get into the Guinness Book of Records because I'll be the only one in that category. <laughs> it's you gonna, know, it's and they'll have to put me in. So that's I've already done what's never been seen before. You can see it on the internet. Yeah. I'm actually dancing to Staying Alive. From the Bee Gees. And yes, only, folks, are you listening to this fella? He's only over the operation. This is the remarkable thing. You told me before, and I, I think this is still in your mind, that you were going to set a world record for a person over 70 years of age. Remind me about I'm, that I'm again. Se- I'm 70, 75. 75. And are you going to go for this record that's... I'm, the first record I'm going to go for is the fastest double replacement yeah. on crutches. Okay. I'm in the hunt. <laughs> that has a nice thing. That's a nice thing. And I don't do that in Dunboyan. I'm already up okay. in Dunboyan for 14 seconds in 2014. You can see me running around the stadium in Athens in Greece. They let me use it there. It's beautiful. Yeah. That was about six or seven years ago. Yes. But my next venture is the fastest walker in the world with double hip replacement. Right. Okay, that, so that's that's the that's, official. That's, that's the official. I, have, I can feel the protest coming in already. No, from people who haven't got the ICD. <laughs> no, because just everywhere, Jerry. Because just everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, so this is your 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 way on the way to doing. You know, you were going to do this run, weren't you? That's where I'm getting back to, uh, weren't you? It was the top of my bucket list. Yeah, to break the world record for the hundred meters yeah. over seventy, and okay. I was going to do it at seventy-five, where I'm closer to eighty than I am to seventy. Yeah. And all that, what I'm really interested in is some, do something with the word world in it, yeah. world record. Okay, okay. I'd love all that, you know, I'd love okay. all that. Okay, the, the, the goalposts have changed, the hips are new, yeah. it's a different scenario, and you're going okay. down a different road. Guinness Book of Records, please take note. Look, on, a, on another note altogether, it's been tough, I mentioned, for so many people this last 15 months or so, but you lost the lovely and wonderful Noel Bridgman in March. Well, unfortunately, anybody that knows Skid Row and knows the history of Irish rock, Gary Moore, fill in it. Noel was there from the very start. Myself and Noel are pals 55 years on the road. Never a bad word between mm. us. Mm. But we met for the first time at Broadstone Playground when I was kicking the ball around. I'm, I'm 11, he's 10. Mm. No, no, he played the accordion then and I was just a footballer. And unfortunately, we lost him on the 23rd of March. They, they gave him the uh, radiation, but he couldn't eat, so he couldn't take the chemotherapy. Yeah. So they had to let him go. And that's it, things were very bad. We've lost some great lads, like Liam Riley, Shay Healy, Noel, mm. the great Jimmy Gray, and that lovely lad from around the corner, Vietnam vet. His name is Michal Coyne. Mm. But Noel... Obviously, my best pal of all time. And I kind of... I'm still... You know, there's nothing, there's, not, there's nothing more awful, Jerry, than when somebody you know and love, somebody you know, becomes somebody you knew. And I'm finding it very hard to kind of let go of that. But here we are. And I, 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 when, there's, when there's lots and lots of families out there have lost loved ones, and let's be honest, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have lost them. If, they, if people knew what they were doing at the very start of this COVID, those people lost their lives, unfortunately. They should have never lost them. Yes. And the same as myself, like, there's an awful emptiness where their loved ones used to be. And, the, the, you know, there's so many out there, there's so much sadness, but at the same time, it's their job. We're entertainers to keep it going, lift it, and go again. And that's basically what I try to do. I can get saturated in sadness, but then I have to leave that alone, pick myself up, and let's have a bit of crack again. That's what I'm trying to do, Jerry. Oh, you're irrepressible is the word that comes to mind when I think of you, Bro Shields. You really, oh, Jerry, thank you. really are. And and just to finish on Noel, uh, Skid Row, you mentioned the Water Boys. Look at all the great and good oh, he played yeah, with. They all, they, they look at mm. the Water Boys. Mary Black. Yes. He was, he was Colin Wilkinson from Les Mist. Mm. Love so, Noel so much that back in the, the late 60s, Noel was the best man at his wedding. Colin Wilkinson, he's played with Van Morris, he's played with everybody, and at the end of it, he'd tell you, Skid Row was the band. Ah. You know, Gary Moore, Noel and myself, no matter who else he played with, he was just playing with them. Yeah. But the only real band he was ever in, and I tell that to everybody as well, Yeah. was Noel, myself, Gary and Philo. 
That was, that, was, that was the greatest of all time. Have you seen or managed to get... I know it's in the cinema, you probably haven't, but the, the new movie all about Philo and his life. I, I didn't go in. I, I didn't yeah. go in. I, I, I'm in it. Yep. I know all about it, and I yep. think it's important to thank a lad that pe- most people don't know. His name is Mick, B. Hollow Flanagan. Mm. Mick done all the very, 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 very first stuff in black and white in colour, a fellow, and the Black Angels, and Skid Row. And they, it gets used all the time, these old, and nobody ever mentions Mick, B. Hollow Flanagan. And I just thought it's a great chance for me to talk about him now. I haven't gone to see the film, and it's a huge success. But I won't be going, Jerry. I kind of am sad enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know, I know, I know. And when you talk about all those names that have gone, and here you are, mid-70s, revamped, revitalised, on the road again. <laughs> God almighty, what's the secret? What's the secret, Brush Shields? Well, first of all, don't hold any grudges. You have to have your own little bits of philosophy all the time. And the samurai warrior, the three traits of the samurai warrior were wisdom, courage and compassion and I say little things to people when I was in hospital and I'd be talking to the nurses in the middle of the night that are trying to stay awake and I'd say things like anxiety is just fear without the presence of danger and I'd say things like the great Lebanese philosopher Khalil Gibram said that sadness is just a wall between two gardens now if you say that you're not too sure but if you feel it you know exactly what he's talking about. So life, when you get to this age I'm at now, it's all about a little bit of philosophy, a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of lifting people, a little phrase that can help. Like, there is no path to happiness. Happiness is the path. And those little things in the middle of a conversation, that's all you do. And I've got to say to now, Jerry, where I actually use lyrics out of songs when I'm talking to somebody. I'll just give you a quick answer before I let you go. We were talking about an old day last week. And it was his three-month anniversary. And the lad said to me, you don't know where the time goes. And I automatically said, we're out thinking. Across the morning sky, all the boards are leaving. How do they know that it's time to go? In front of the wind, winter fire, I'll still be dreaming. But I don't count time. Because no one knows where the time goes, Sherry. That is beautiful brush. Beautiful words and the lyrics within songs that... Sandy Denny's. Beautiful Sandy Denny's now. Yeah, that is just... I've been hanging on all of those, I have to say, and and, and they mean so much. So this is the way I was going to ask you anyway. You know, we've spoken, of course, within the last year a couple of times, and time is moving on, as you said there. Yes, it is. You know, know, coping at this time, is it with those little sayings, those words of the songs in your mind, all that type of thing that's helped you get by? What helps me get by, Jerry? First of all, I'm not a young man with a young family worrying about his job and his mortgage and his... I can be philosophical. I, I can be a recluse. I can be a hermit living in a tree. I live in a beautiful part of me. If, if, if paradise was half as nice, it doesn't matter if I never played again. I, I'm, I'm either a young age pensioner or, or, or an old age pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on whether you like me or not. You know? And I can say to... <laughs> I'm at that age where I can say to somebody, yeah. I wouldn't lift that if I was you. Mm. And they think about it. Mm. You know? Mm. When you're a certain age and you say that to somebody, they tell you to F off. Yes. You know, but yes. this, thing, this thing comes to rage. It's a, it's a form of grace. And all you have to do is be nice to people. Do your best. Think nice thoughts. Do a bit of stretching. Keep fit. Sing songs. Remember all the beautiful lyrics that you learned. And keep it going. Ah, oh, wonderful words of advice. But look at I'm sure you have in your mind's eye, as you are, as you said yourself, a young pensioner. That's a new phrase that he's coined <laughs> live on LMFM today. I'm sure you do uh, yearn for the day when you're back up there belting out a few tunes. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to going back out. Yeah. But I have to be honest with you, Terry. Noel Bridgman, myself, Gary Moore. Well, let's put it this way. I can't go to Noel's funeral, so I'm sitting at home looking at the telly. And he's going through the small curtain in the crematorium. And I'm thinking about him, me and Gary Moore in the film all west in San Francisco. Frank Zappa is topping the bill. And we're going on force and we're going to take them all on. And I'm thinking about 
me, him and Gary Moore, with one of the greatest guitar bands in the world, and we're up in Detroit, Michigan, the Allman Brothers, and we're ready to go on and take them on. And I'm ready to take anybody on, and he's ready, and Gary, and this is why we look at each other, this is where we started this whole thing. Here we are, it's 1971, and we're in the summer of love, and we're playing it like we've never played, and we're bringing the best out of each other. I can go out and I can play to 82,000 people in Coke Park, start the fields of Attenroy, every one of them will go bananas. But somewhere in my mind, Jerry, I'm in the Whiskey of Go-Go in Los Angeles in 1971, and half of Led Zeppelin wanted to get up and play with the band, and half of the Stuart one, half, half of the Faces, Rod Stewart's band, they wanted to get up and play with us. So no matter what I do, and no matter where I play, when I go to play now, I just go to meet people who come to see me to say hello. That's what I do. It's just a night out to meet old friends. I play, or do any you like, have a good night. And wonder where if the chip van is open or not. <laughs> <laughs> so important at the end of any night brush. You have is the chip van open yes. the leggy Kelly in. <laughs> you know, is it open in the square and dundalk? You know, is Jack still doing the snacks, singly doing the burgers? The square and dundalk, remember all that? Yes, yes. You, oh. other, you know, you meet the other band stage. Uh, you know something. Play, you know, you we know live something. the kind of life yeah. some men already dream of. Look, Keep dreaming. Keep being that fellow in 1971 with all your mates in your mind and keep doing that forevermore. Good luck with your recovery. Dunboyne AC, remember, he's going to be up there. Follow him I'll be, online. I'll be up Monday. I'll be Monday. up there Monday or Tuesday. Monday. I'm going to have a bit of crack. And go. if anybody's up there, I'm more happy to, you know, you may say hello to people just to learn that maybe... Because of a bit of crack. Yeah. You know, like, that's like, that's yeah. what life is about. Anyway, Brush, you're a good friend. I wish you well. Thank you for joining us today. You've lifted mine and I'm sure the spirits of the listeners to late lunch this afternoon. And I want to yeah, finish Jerry, out. Go Jerry, on. You're only as good as the person you're talking to. Ah, go out of there. You have to you have to bring the best out in us. You have to bring the best out. You're too kind. You're too kind. No, no, you're I really mean, you know what I mean, Jerry. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much for the okay. kind words. We're going to finish with this one. Yes, we have you lined up here. And everybody, you're just going to rock the Casbah now. Mr. Brush Shields. And yes, dirty old town. See you, Brush. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. God bless you. I met my Thank you so much. A number of people saying that song made my day and it's just something else. Isn't Brush Shields just... He's the best. He really is. And a uh, listener there saying condolences to Brush on the loss of Noel. What a lovely man Brush Shields is. Thank you indeed. Keep your comments coming to us. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. And you're going to need that number now. 086-1800-658 because I have your riddle on Friday and I have a nice little gift to send out to one of you. Here it is. Now I'm looking for a word today. It's a word I'm looking for. Listen carefully. Its first two letters signify a male. The first three letters signify a female. The first four letters signify someone great, while the entire word signifies a great woman. What's the word? Will I give it to you once more? Listen. First two letters signify a male. First three letters signify a female. First four letters signify someone great, while the entire word signifies a great woman. What is the word? That's your riddle on Friday on late lunch. Answers please to 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me now with your answer and we'll pick somebody to get that little prize before the end of the show. Just bringing you on to next week on late lunch. Each day on the show, I have 264 euro to give away to one of you. That's each day next week. It's a 189 voucher from Specsavers and a 75 voucher from Ticketmaster. That's for one of you next week. What do you have to do? Do you remember I did the soundtrack from my life where I played a number of songs? I think it was two or three months added. Songs from my life. Is there a special song in your life with a story? Tell me about it next week and you could win that 264 euro prize. So think about it over the weekend. If you have a song in your life with a story behind it, let me know next week. You'll be uh, getting in touch with us via text, WhatsApp or phone. And then you need to come on and tell me that little story. 
and that prize could be yours. €264 a day next week to be won on Late Lunch With Me, a song special in your life. Coming up after two, well, staying on the music theme, she's 13 years of age and she's simply brilliant. Ruby Moss is with me on the show after two. No, I won't. Ah, yes, I will, Sherman. Now, softy, aren't I? I really am. Yes, I will give you the riddle on Friday. Just once more, just one more time. You better listen carefully. I have a nice little prize. We'll send it out to you, to the winner today. So here we go. One more time, the riddle. Its first two letters signify a male. I'm looking for a word. The first three letters signify a female. The first four letters signify someone great, while the entire word signifies a great woman. What is the word I'm looking for? Answers, please, to 86 1800 658. WhatsApp me to the show as soon as you can. Now, my next guest. Look, we're talking to Brush Shields, 75, and going strong. Well, we're going right to the other end of the equation now because my next guest is originally from Trim in County Mead. She's now living in Dublin and she attends Dundalk Grammar School. And this young woman has talent. I'm delighted to say hello to 13-year-old Ruby Moss. Hello, Ruby. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Not at all. I'm delighted to have you on the show. Now, listen, before we talk about the music, I want to get a little bit about yourself. I have to ask you, how is Buttons the cat and Clara the dog? Oh, Buttons is great. He's just been (laughs) running around the house. And Clara's good too. (laughs) I know, and you (laughs) love them dearly. You do indeed. Were they very important to you? Because I remember seeing an article about you back when was it April 2020, when you featured in the Irish Times and you mentioned these two. Yeah. Yeah, they're really important to me. They're definitely family. Ah, yes, the old pets, the family pets. You can't beat them. What what about the last year with you? You know, you you were originally... What school did you go to there, uh, primary school in Dublin? I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral Choir School in Dublin 8. And you were in sixth class there when COVID arrived? Yeah. So that was difficult, was it? Because you had to leave all your friends. And did you ever get a chance to say goodbye to everybody? It was really hard to leave them and I kind of knew that we wouldn't be back till September. Mm. But I did get to say bye to them during the summer, which was really nice. Ah, really good. And then you move on, right? That wonderful school, St. Patrick's Cathedral Choir School, that gives a clue about you. But you're in Dundalk Grammar now? Yeah. How did you find the transition, Ruby? I actually found it really hard going into September. Um in secondary school, just especially after COVID and everything. Mm. And do you travel up and down each day to school? No, I'm I'm a boarder, so I stay there from Monday till Friday. Now, here, tell me this. I'm even more intrigued now. Is, Is it difficult boarding? Is it difficult being away from home? Is that why you found it most difficult? Well, especially at the start it was, but now it's a bit more normal and it's not quite as bad. And I have friends now too that are great. So initially not easy, but friends are, are making it it work for you. I'd say when Friday comes round, you're mad excited to get home to ma'am. Yeah. Mm, I can understand that for sure. Anyway, you're settling in and you're in a very good school and there are great opportunities here for you now. The other intriguing thing about you, and shall we know your ma'am well, Louisa, you have been vegetarian, vegan all your life. Yeah, I've been vegetarian until I was about nine or eight. Yeah. And since then, I've turned vegan. And how is that? You know, how you know no different. Is, is, that, is that the way it is? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just normal for me. It's just... Yeah. And what about when your friends, I'm just thinking, are going for a burger somewhere or things like that? Have you options there now? Or is there enough, do you think, vegan options for you if, if you were going for some fast food or, you know, eating out? Yeah, there usually are quite a few vegan options, but it really depends on where you go to and it is getting better. Good. And that is really good to hear. Is it tough, you know... Um, being vegan, you know, vegan is 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 extreme, really. Well, not really for me. Like, I don't really mind. I don't find that it's hard or anything. Yeah, it's usually just socially that it can be kind of hard. 
Yes. And I know your mum is a great proponent of this as well, and, and you are now. What do your friends, what do, what do you know your friends in, in St. Patrick's, what do they think are now in Dundalk Grammar? Um, they've kind of just, they're just okay with it. They don't really, I don't know. Yeah, they don't pay. It doesn't make any difference at all. It's you yeah. and it's Ruby and she's a vegan and that. It's not an issue. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. Good woman yourself. Now, let's talk music and you, because back to the school, St. Patrick's, um, is, is that where your love for music began or was fostered? Or tell me about that. Yeah, that's really where it started. And that's where I, I learned I really like to sing. Mm. And I also took up the flute there and I learned so much there. It was yeah, OK, so it began there for you. And uh, did lockdown give you as well a, a, a greater opportunity to focus a little bit more on the music aspect of your life? Yeah, it was actually, it gave me loads of time to really think and I guess a lot of music. Mm. I, could, I had time for lots of music as well, which is really good. And and of course, now in Dundalk Grammar, your music is certainly starting to to blossom. You, you've succeeded in what? You, you, there's a big accolade you've, you've secured in Dundalk Grammar. Tell me about that too. Yeah, so I, I got an organ scholarship um, a few weeks ago yeah and i had to audition for that and i had to um fill out a form before and in the audition there was a theory exam um an interview and i had to play a few bits on piano and it's actually really fun mm. so you've won this prestigious new scholarship to study the organ in dundalk grammar tell them what you said they asked you a particular question i do know at the interview a little birdie has told me uh they asked you what is your favorite subject and you replied um oh yeah i replied music and then everything else except pe <laughs> <laughs> you're not into the sport ruby no no, not at all. Oh, I see. But here you are. So you're multi-talented instrumentally, but you'll, will you be concentrating on now the organ with the scholarship? Yeah, I really will be. And I'm really happy to have gotten it. Mm. Now, you obviously write, you perform, you arrange, and we're going to hear what you're all about in a few moments. Has that developed through time as well? You know, uh, uh, combining all those different aspects to produce this wonderful music? Yeah, and it's also thanks to so many people that have helped me, like choir, and also I had singing lessons with Pia Dunn and Bucky Hurd, and they're just amazing. Okay, so a lot of people are working with you to bring you to where you are today. Is your mum, before we hear you, is your mum, is she nearby, is she there, Louisa? Yeah, hi Jerry, I'm right beside Ruby. <laughs> oh, you are, Louisa, lovely to talk to you again. God, I well remember the day I met you first here and we've spoken over the years, of course, you, you and I. Yeah. You must be, there must be a smile, I can't see you myself, there must be a beaming smile from ear to ear, Mammy. Oh, yeah, absolutely is, I'm so proud of her. She works so hard and she really, she just loves music. Everything Ruby does, she does her, to her best, you know, she always works really hard. I'm so proud of her. And she really, like the way she coped with COVID last year when we went into lockdown, I probably overreacted and we just stayed in the house. We didn't go anywhere. Mm. And Ruby used that time, you know, to, to write and she concentrated on her art. She took up the guitar last year. So now she's, you know, and she just, she just, um, she sees something she wants to do and she goes for it. So she plays the accordion as well. And she plays the accordion because we went to see Sharon Shannon in the National Concert Hall and she saw Sharon playing the Boston accordion. So she joined Kiltus and started with that as well. So she just, you know, she just works hard at everything. You know, does yes. everything. And you know yourself, I don't have to tell you, hard work, rewards flow from hard work. So there you are, even the accordion we can uh, put into the mix as well. Staying at home, well done to you. Like, But so many people did, you know what I mean, actually said, you know, we are going to avoid, uh, you know, going out altogether and follow uh, the recommendations. Um, tough for you, you know, she was saying there when she transitioned from primary school, the lovely primary school St. Patrick's in Dublin, to Dundalk Grammar. Were you concerned as her mum, you know, that time? It, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I was. I was worried about her, but it was it was Ruby's choice to go there. Um, 
and when we had we'd gone to look at the school and we, we it was on our radar because my son went to school there when we lived in Trim mm. and Ruby just knew that Harry had had a good time there and um yeah. just thought she'd enjoy it as well I don't think she thought it was going to be as hard <laughs> as she found it but um she did settle in and she's, she had a great year in the end you know yeah really yeah it's, great school. <laughs> it's a wonderful school it is a wonderful school Ruby was it tough was it I, I know I've said it to you before it was difficult the transition but you know stepping up from primary school you know was the work uh, up a notch from what you were used to in St Patrick's yeah, it was, but I actually enjoy it more now, and I think it's a bit more challenging, which is nice. And there's like a lot more teachers and different subjects, which is cool. Yeah, and and back to you, Louisa. A moment, you know, we know that you've been vegan for a, a long, long time. Um, yeah. is did your son follow the same route? Just as an aside, you know, is he vegetarian or vegan? Or uh... um, my son is vegetarian. Yeah. Um, uh, he actually doesn't live in Ireland. He's in Cyprus at the moment. I he see. went just before, just before COVID came. Mm. He went over for a new job. Um, so he's he's vegetarian, and yeah. he was vegetarian his whole life. But he hasn't um, mm. hasn't eaten. You must be pleased. You know, as a mom, do you do you just give them the option themselves? Do you say this is me, this is the way I live, and they've just followed you? Would it have disappointed you if they didn't? Uh, probably, <laughs> but, I mean, but at the same time, it's their like it's their lives. They've yes. got to do what's right for them, you know. So, yes, yes. Like, you know. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. I I do indeed. Anyway, back to the woman in question, Miss Ruby Moss. So, tell me about this song we're going to hear now. Yeah, so I did write it in September when I was feeling a kind of sad, and I found it quite tough, mm. and. That's really what it's all about. And okay. Just, yeah, it was on a Wednesday and I was like, everyone else had kind of gone and I didn't know where they were. And I just, that thought just came into my head and it kind of just went from there. So like all greats, I've been featuring the police. Your man would know who I'm talking about there. You wouldn't, uh, a group from uh, yesteryear. But I've been reading up on them this weekend. Uh, songs came to sting, like like nearly that. It just came and he, he jotted it down. So you're saying the same. This just came to you in an instant because of the way you were feeling. Yeah. God, from the gut. You can't beat it. When it comes from the gut and you're feeling something, well, my God, You've certainly fed it into this song. So you wrote the lyrics, made the arrangement. The whole, is all of this yours, your work? Yeah. Everything. And also, um, Mike Cahill played the piano at the recording. Yes. And he put his embellishments on the piano and it sounded really nice. Oh, it's beautiful. It adds so uh, uh, much to the song as well. I'm going to say this before we hear it and we say goodbye to you. You have a special talent. Mind it, look after it nourish it and as your mum says you have the work ethic so away you go young lady Louisa lovely to talk to you again and thanks for joining your daughter on the show today Louisa oh, thanks thanks Jerry. thanks for Thank having you. us on. not at all you. you're lovely lovely people well known in Trim the Moss family for sure here she is Ruby Moss with Ruby Song thank you to hang around so I'm on my own Planning and chilling in your back garden this weekend? Well, check out the Back Garden Festival with Harvey Norman and JBL, your specialist in sound this summer, the perfect way to spend a summer evening with your festival favourites and you can listen to them all on the LMFM app or on lmfm.ie Little change coming folks this evening we're going to get moisture. We are for the next few days into early next week. Temperatures are staying the same, but uh, you want to watch the old spuds for blight. And we're talking to Nikki Kyle shortly on the show, and I'm going to ask her about potatoes and blight. I don't think Nikki worries about it this time of the year because most of her potatoes are done at this stage and in the ground, and it doesn't concern her. But we'll find out from Nikki shortly on the show how to. Uh, Deal with blight and all other things besides in your vegetable garden this July. We've had a call from a parent in Talonstown. Uh, Nash, uh, she's a child in Talonstown National School and she's disappointed 
that uh, there's been no contact from anybody regarding the handling of uh, confirmation. Uh, they've still not heard from the school or the church whether the confirmation is cancelled or not for this coming Wednesday. It's off. I think you can take it. It's off. That seems to be the way of the world from what I'm reading from uh, the government guidelines. You can take it. It's not happening, even if you've not heard anything. Uh, Confirmations, communions are not taking place. But anyway, anyone pick that up in the Talonstown area. Uh, Contact with parents there who have children for confirmation next week. Uh, Jean's been in touch. Jerry, I need your help today. No bother, Jean. I'm always here to help. I really am. I've put my T-shirt on inside out. Should I change it? Now, Jean, if I were you, I wouldn't change the T-shirt. I'd leave it exactly the way it is. I've often done it myself and I'm highly superstitious. And do you remember we were talking myself and Louise on late lunch a few weeks back about superstitions? And that was one of them that came up, putting the T-shirt on inside out. I'd leave it sit for the day if I were you. And, and, you know, unless you're going out to meet somebody or you have a bit of an issue with it, I'm one for leaving the T-shirt on the wrong way round. What about anybody else out there? Jean, she wants to know, should she leave it or change it, put it right way on? What do you think? If you have an opinion, let us know a little trivia on late lunch this afternoon. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show too. Put it right or leave it as it is. The big T-shirt question on your late lunch today will all help, Gene. I say leave it as it is. You could could bring your luck. You never know. Leave it as it is. Do your lot of numbers this evening and cross everything. Euro Millions tonight. The uh, Irish one, I think it's gone up. Uh, there's a few million in the Irish one as far as I know. I haven't been playing in recent weeks or checked it out myself. But I think there's a, a decent enough jackpot there at this point in time. Big weekend of sport. We're looking ahead at the uh, at towards the end of the show today with Leon Blanche. Uh, two big games in Europe tonight and two big games in the League of Ireland with Dundalk at Shamrock Rovers and Drogheda at home to Finn Harps. I'm hoping to tip along to United Park to see how they get on this evening. Remember, I just uh, again, I'll remind you, if you want to get in touch with us on the show, out of hours, if you have a guest, a story for us, late lunch at lmfm.ie. Late lunch at lmfm.ie is the e mail address and again reminding you next week on late lunch oh when I get it here hold on hold on hold on. it's behind me here I shouldn't have put it out of the way I want to remind you again 264 euro given away every day on the show thanks to Spec Savers and Ticketmaster all you have to do is tell me about a song in your life that is really special has meaning to you and the story behind it and we'll Give that amount of money away each day next week here on Late Lunch. You let us know first and then come on and tell me your story and that prize could be yours. So think about it over the weekend for me. The year has turned. The days are getting shorter. They are slightly even at the moment. But in the garden there's lots to do in the month of July and there's only one expert for us on Late Lunch. She's such a good friend of ours and has been over the years. She's the most brilliant organic gardener in this country and beyond indeed Nikki Kyle hello again hi Jerry thank you I'm for joining sure. me I'm almost drunk here today the scent of roses coming in over my half kitchen door is just intoxicating uh, I can picture it I've been there so many times and yeah. I yearn to go there again and oh. meet you in person please God we will in the future but anyway for today you're with me from North County Dublin Nikki first we're going to talk about potatoes and oh, we'll yeah. talk about Christmas buds in a moment but what do you say to anyone listening today who have potatoes in the garden with a blight warning what should they do or what can they do well don't water them for a start don't make them any any you know don't make the air any damper than it is already uh and just hope because as long as the nights are cold Mm. um we won't get blight we need two days of warm humid days and nights before we'll actually get uh blight you know but then if you do notice blight which is sort of black uh, patches which are sort of round patches which are slightly mouldy underneath on the leaves as soon as you notice that you must take the tops off the potatoes don't leave them and hope they'll get over it they won't and any blight spores will actually drop down onto the surface of the soil and then next time it rains they'll wash down onto the tubers and the tubers will rot so Take the tops off immediately, you see blight, and then cover the bed with polythene. 
with some, or something waterproof to keep the rain from washing any fungus spores down onto the tubes. And they'll be fine. They'll keep there for months like that. Yes, yes. I've had to do that myself uh, on a number of occasions in the past. And what about the hollums that are touched by the blight? Can they be composted? I prefer not to, to be honest. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they can go into the brown bin, uh, which is quite suitable. I mean, some people say you can compost them, but I really don't like doing that. You'd need a vast compost heap to get up to very, very high temperatures before you'd actually kill the fungus spores. It's actually much safer to put them in the brown bin. Okay, now, uh, discovery. Eureka in my house by accident in the vegetable drawer in the utility. (laughs) Didn't I find a little bag with about six salad potatoes in them? I think they're Nicola. And the sprouts on them, Nicky, are these the ones? Can I put them in for Christmas? Yep, you can. But what I would do now is I'd take them out of the salad drawer um, and just leave them out in the light uh, for for a couple of weeks. I don't plant my potatoes for Christmas normally until the end of this month. Right. But I start to think about it now because either I I would buy um, tubers, you know, Christmas... potatoes um, that are suitable uh, in garden centres and there's quite a few of them around now I think Um, but also you can use any of your own early potatoes for doing this or second earlies I mean basically any potato will grow uh, but they won't necessarily be ready for Christmas Um, so the thing to do is you want first or second early potatoes um, and if you've got some from a a previous crop you know you're just just digging them now um, you can actually save some of those make sure they're clean healthy tubers um, and then leave them out in, in the light for a, a week or so. Yep. Um, they may start to turn green. That's absolutely fine. Uh, and then put them into the salad drawer in the fridge like you've got <laughs> um, to get them cold. Um, and that actually fools them into thinking that they've had their dormant period. So um, then when you, you plant them, they'll think it's spring. Okay. So give them a little stint. How long in the, in the, in the bottom drawer of the fridge? How long? Uh, just couple of weeks okay. you know, there's no hard yeah. fast rule just they, they want to be chilled but they don't want to be frozen okay uh, and then you can plant them straight away and um, i plant them in in tubs or large pots because then they can be kept outside until the autumn so you've got good air circulation around them and hopefully avoid any late blights that we may get uh but make sure to move them inside before we get the first frost okay so uh, uh towards the end of the month do this yeah. get cracking with your spuds in the meantime absolutely. get them sprouted give them a little stint in the bottom of the fridge and away you go yeah absolutely Good uh, advice there. Now, this time of year, there's still lots of sowing to be done. Yeah, well, there is. There's a lot, actually, and it's important, too, because some of the slower-growing uh, winter crops like kale, spinach, beet and chicory need to be sown in the second half of this month. If you wait until the beginning of August, they might be quite disappointing. You know, so sow them in the... St- in the last two weeks of July, and they're terrifically reliable, um, and they're, they're great crops to have all winter, and particularly inside, either outside or in a polytunnel. Um, oriental leaves like Chinese cabbage and pak choy and lettuce and stuff can wait until early next month because they're very fast growing. Uh, but make sure you have the seeds now um, because they may yeah. not be available later. Um, and by, while we're on the, on, on the subject of seeds, the full list of what to sow now is on my blog, uh, on the what to sow now page on nickycloudgardening.com. Okay, it's all there. Just a question yeah. on the on the popular ones, uh, carrots, for example. The carrot fly can be a devil, but is this a good time to sow to miss the carrot fly? It is, but the thing is, Jerry, it, it, years ago we could rely on you know being able to sow carrots after June because they'd miss carrot fly. But the weather is so erratic now. Mm. So the best thing to do is if you're sowing any carrots, just sow them and as soon as they're up, cover them with fleece or with um, uh, you know, fine mesh netting. Don't uncover them again. If you do have to water or anything like that, do it very early in the morning before the carrot flies around because it doesn't get up too early. It likes to be warm. <laughs> so when it's chilly in the early morning, it's the time to do anything. And if you can avoid it, don't weed carrots because that, that, you know, carrot fly can scent uh, carrots 12 miles away apparently oh they can they'll come from everywhere it's just unbelievable how nature works there what about um i wanted to ask you i have four lovely courgette courgettes in big pots and ava my assistant you know is keeping an eye on everything with yeah. me and the the lovely flowers are out and the first little courgettes are on the way is it still time have you still time to plant ones that one or two more that would come later yeah, it's worth, a, it's worth a shot. You know, we never know what the weather's going to do now. I'm a great one for sort of trying anything. You know, a, a couple of seeds or a plant uh, doesn't cost much. Mm. Uh, and, you know, if, particularly if you can bring them inside later on, you, you can get good crops up till the end of November. Yeah. Um, but do keep them well watered. 
uh, at this time of year. Don't rot them from overwatering, but do keep them well watered. Never let them dry out because courgettes in particular um, and marrows can get something called powdery mildew, that horrible grey mouldy dust yes. on their leaves uh, if they dry out and if it's cold at night as well. Okay. So, and would you water every day? I have mine in big containers. Do they need water every day or every second day? Water when they need it. You know, okay. This is the problem with watering. Is people think, oh, you have to water plants every day. You don't. Mm. If it's cold and it's wet and it's damp, you'll, you'll kill them if you water them every day. Okay. Just feel the soil if it feels dry. You know, feel the top half inch of soil. If it feels dry um, to the tip of your finger, then give them a bit of a watering. But always to be safer, water around the outside of them, not directly onto the root. Okay, and uh, should it flow out the bottom of the tub? Should you no, give it that no, much? No, no, no it, it shouldn't because you might be overwatering in that case. Okay. What, what I tend to do is I sit my tubs in pot trays mm. anyway or, or onto something, or grow bag trays even, so that the, the water doesn't run away because a lot of nutrients will be in that water and you're yes, wasting them. Yes, that's so true. And water them from the yeah. bottom, let them take it in. I did, I do follow your blog and keep an eye on you. I put in the muscotkas and they're up and oh, great. I'll, I'll be moving them on this weekend into a, you know, a from yeah. where they're all stuck together in little pots. There's a half a dozen of them. Will great. I get tomatoes from the mascotka? You should do in, within three months. Yeah. Uh, if you have them in the greenhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just keep them in the greenhouse. Don't put them outside because they'll get blight. Um, if, they, if the leaves get wet um, and they'll be absolutely fine and they'll go on again in the greenhouse they'll go on till the end of November mm. or whenever they've finished the crop they're carrying they now, may go on longer Now this time of the year the weeds love this uh, time don't they as well uh, yeah. is, is your policy to hoe or mulch to keep them down what do you I'm like? I, I don't hoe because it disturbs the surface of the soil um, you know and that way you're exposing soil bacteria and, and fungi and other microbes to the sun and that's not where they like to be you know it kills them Mm. Uh, plants are much healthier if you mulch but always whatever you're mulching i i use um grass clippings a lot because i've got a lot uh, and obviously they don't have chemicals in um and i always keep them a few inches away from from the root of whatever i'm mulching uh, and keep things well watered and that saves so much weeding i mean just one good mulch put down once will save you weeding all summer now, I have a question from a listener. Jerry, will you ask, uh, Nikki? I appear to have rust on my onions. Right. What can I do? Pull them up. Get rid of them. Yep. They're gone, are they? Sorry, I, I presume they're onion sets. Yes, I would say yeah, they're from I, sets. I never I'm... use onion sets because of this problem, because they can carry rust. They can carry onion white rot, as I've said so many times, and it's not worth it. They're so easy to sow from seed. Okay. Put them into little little blocks of peat-free seed compost uh, and thin to sort of two or, or three or five, depending on what size uh, onions you want, uh, in the blocks and plant them out like that about a foot apart. Five seedlings in a block a foot apart will make lovely medium to big-sized onions for the kitchen later on in the summer and they very rarely go to seed and they never get disease. So next year, a listener, seed, forget about the yeah. sets. There yeah, you go. And, and a really good, reliable red one. I don't use white onions now because they're a waste of time. They only have about half as many nutrients as red onions. Mm. Uh, and I love the sweet flavour of the red onions. And a good one is red barren, and that's really available everywhere now. OK. Now, you are, of course, an aficionado of the tunnel. I have oh. me wee uh, greenhouse. Is this a good time to consider, you know, somebody saying, look, I, I, I think I'd like a tunnel or perhaps a greenhouse. Is yeah. this a good time of year to do it? Absolutely, because it, it's only in March usually that the polytunnel suppliers get incredibly busy because people suddenly think, oh, I'd like a polytunnel to grow things in this year. But, you know, if you put one up now, you'll have it up in time to grow stuff for the winter. Um, and, it, it's, it, and even if you, you, um, uh, you know, don't have much in there, you can put stuff, if, even if your soil isn't good, you can grow stuff in tubs in there this year uh, and improve the soil. Um, you know, but it's, it's really, it's silly to have a polytunnel and not use it or a greenhouse and not use it all year round. Because I worked out years ago that any size polytunnel will easily pay for itself within two years in terms of money saved on the household budget. And, and, but prices starting from only 600 euros for an 8 by 10 polytunnel, that's, that's just saving just 11.50 a week on your veg bill. That's three or four packets of veg in the supermarket would yes. pay for it over a year. Mm. Oh, uh, it's, it's astonishing, actually. And, and it, not only that, that's less than the price uh, of a half-decent holiday. Um, and it'll <laughs> provide fresh air, exercise and healthy food for years. 
There is no doubt. You have it sussed out for sure, Nikki Kyle. I've always known that anyway. But it is, uh, just before we finish up, uh, the, the year is turning, isn't it? It is. It is, not noticeably so at the moment. Mm. Um, although I swear I could see the nights getting short. <laughs> oh, no, no, Last no. Last night, it was a dull grey night. Yes. But no, it, actually, it's, it's the end of this month. You suddenly notice it. And it's been happening gradually, but it's a bit like falling off a cliff. You know, it suddenly goes. And if you don't get the, the important stuff so now, uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, and this month, um, you know, it, it growth slows up an awful lot because plants aren't governed by warmth, they're governed by light. Mm. And they respond to light, you know. So the, the less light there is, the less they'll grow. There you have it. The woman has spoken yet again. Follow her mantra and you won't go wrong. NikkiKyleGardening.com. The blog is in there, everything, and yeah. all the info you require. Nikki, happy gardening till next month. And all of you. And I hope everyone has a great summer and, and enjoys it. Thank you, Nikki. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She is simply outstanding, that woman. She really is. And we love her on late lunch. So there you have it. Get cracking in the garden. Your riddle on Friday. Its first two letters signify a male. That's H-E. The first three letters signify a female. H-E-R. The first four letters signify someone great. H-E-R-O. While the entire word signifies a great woman. H-E-R-O-I-N-E. Heroin is the answer I was looking for. Thank you to everybody. And most of you got it right, I have to say, today. The prize this afternoon is winging its way to Rackfield Ratkenny Navin. Jane Meath, well done to you. You got the answer right. The wee gift is on its way to you. Congratulations. And we will have another riddle for you on Friday next. Now, question from another listener for you today. Any listeners out there having problems with their internet? Anybody struggling with internet access today? 086-1800-658. Let us know. Somebody is out there in trouble with the internet. Coming up on your late lunch after three? Yes, it's my artist of the week, the police. The curtain comes down on them. And we look ahead to the weekend in sport with Leon Blanche. But here he is. Another cracker for you this Friday afternoon. It's John Farnan. The chance to turn Confirmation of confirmation. Yes, a listener was on to us a little while ago saying that they had heard nothing from uh, the powers that be in Talonstown about confirmation. Well, that same listener has been back on to us to say they've just received word that confirmation is happening in Talonstown next Wednesday, the 7th of July. It's broken into two sessions, 11 and 1 p.m. So thank you for coming back to us and letting us know about that confirmation going ahead in Talonstown. Yes, Jerry, my internet was down last night for three hours. In the end, I just had to switch everything off, unplug everything and reset and it came back. If that's any help to your listener who has no internet today. Can you please mention the shock and disappointment the loud village people are feeling right now? A person had a fall today around 12 noon and they were left there for nearly two and a half hours before an ambulance came for them. The emergency services were called a number of times to explain how much pain the person was in, only to be told there was no ambulance available in the area and that there was an ambulance to be sent from Cavan. This is really unacceptable, says a listener today. Now, I do know Ken Murray had a similar story on the Michael Reed show last week from St. Nicholas Grounds in Drogheda. They could see the hospital and the ambulance was ages coming. There's another case in Louth Village today. Unacceptable, I have to say. Thank you for letting us know. And I hope that person is being cared for and uh, in pain and two and a half hours having to wait. Shocking, isn't it? It really is shocking. I move on on late lunch today and I bring the curtain down on my artists of the week, the police. In early 2007, the rumour mill really cranked up that they were reforming. And indeed they did. The three boys opened the Grammy Awards in Los Angeles. A tour of sorts followed in 2007 and on into 2008. We'd listen to this. The biggest attendance at any of the shows on that tour was in Dublin in October 2007, where 82,000 fans gathered to see their heroes once more. The final show they played was in Madison Square Garden in New York City on the 7th of August 2008. 
and they donated from that show, listen to this, a million dollars to the city of New York to plant one million trees, which did happen and was completed in 2017. You know, when you think about the police, they started out as a punk rock band, moving through styles like reggae, pop and new wave. They are regarded now as a new wave post-punk band that of their time were the biggest band in the world in terms of hit albums, songs, massive worldwide sales, concert pulling power and earnings. Yes, all they produced for a time turned to gold. In fact, every little thing they did was magic. Every little thing she does is magic. From the police, my artists of the week on Late Lunch this week. They were fantastic. They really were. And uh, their music will live on and on for sure. It really will. Anyway, I'll bring you a new artist of the week on Late Lunch around about this time, starting on Monday. And just reminding you again, we have a great competition on Late Lunch next week. A big prize every day, 260-odd euro to give away to one of you. I just need a song with a memory. You tell me about it. And that prize could be yours from Ticketmaster and Specsavers. Final break of the afternoon coming up on Late Lunch. And as we do always at this time uh, every week on the show, we look ahead to the weekend sport with Leon Blanche. Friday afternoon, time for a weekly look ahead at the big weekend in sport. And there is so much on this weekend. And the man to do it for us, as always, is the communications manager with Boyle Sports, Leon Blanche. Afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thank you again for joining me on the show. Let's get straight to business with soccer here at home. League of Ireland Premier Division tonight, Dundalk at Shamrock Rovers. It's a massive game, Jerry. It really is. And look, Dundalk, I suppose, they've come in, Vinnie Pert. They've won the, the last two games, sort of six out of six. They scraped by with a 2 1 victory last time out. And Shamrock Rovers, of course, were held. Um, to a one-all draw against Drogheda United. So maybe it's a good time to be playing Shamrock Rovers, Jerry, at the moment. Um, they haven't had a win in their last two, but they still are up tied top of the table with St. Patrick's Athletic and Sligo Rovers. Look, the betting would suggest it's going to be a difficult night for Dundalk. They're 3-1 to one outsiders. Rovers are the odds-on favourites. But you know what? I'm going to go for Dundalk to get a share of the spoils. Vinnie Pert has had many a tussle and many a battle with Rovers. Of course, he is minus Chris Shield, who has left the Lily Whites. But I just think Vinnie will set the side up tonight to try and frustrate Rovers. I don't think at this moment in time, Dundalk can go there and play open, expansive football because I think Rovers would be able to pick them off. So I suspect Vinnie's going to keep it very tight. And I hope the Lily Whites can come away with a share of the spoils over at Tala Stadium. Now, you mentioned there, Drogheda got a fine point in Rovers last week. Unexpected, and indeed, they might have won it with the last chance of the game. Finn Harps visitors tonight. This will be the third time they've played a draw in Drogheda last time. A remarkable last-minute winner from Dane Massey up in Donegal. How do you see this one? Yeah, look, this is an opportunity, I think, Jerry, for Drogheda to get back to winning ways. Finn Harps drew, well, I think it was one all against Longford, um, the bottom team last time out. So that wasn't a great performance. Finn Harps, to be fair to them, um, they're doing okay. They've got 20 points on the board, but they're struggling to score goals, Jerry. They've only scored 16 goals in 18 matches, whereas if you look at Drogheda United, they've scored 30 goals in 18 games. So I'm looking for Drogheda. As I said, Jerry, I want to see them get back to winning ways. It's no win in the last three games in the League of Ireland. They need to get a win again just to get that momentum going. They're sitting in fifth place in the table, only a point behind Bohemians who are in fourth. So it's been a really solid start. I'm going for Drogheda to get back to winning ways and defeat Finn Harps at home, probably by the scoreline of two goals to one. Let's look to Europe. The Euros, oh, certainly it's at the business end now. And haven't we had some terrific games this week? So tonight, Switzerland take on Spain. Belgium are up against Italy. Probably the tie of the round in the first two quarterfinals. And then tomorrow, it's Czech Republic against Denmark and Ukraine taking on England. Are you staying with Italy, Leon? I think I'm going to have to stay with them, Jerry. I think I've been given a massive boost by all reports and by reading in the media. It looks as if we all saw... Kevin De Bruyne um, fall awkwardly on his ankle in that last 16 victory against Portugal. 
He came out for the second half, which surprised many people. He only lasted two minutes. And then Eden Hazard, who actually looked to me as he was getting back to his sharpness, his fitness was getting better and better. Unfortunately, he had to come off very late in the game. So if those two players do not play for Belgium, then that's a massive disadvantage and you'd have to fancy the Italians. So I'm sticking with the Italians. I think the, the strength and depth in their squad when it was a bad first 90 minutes against Austria, but they were able to change it up and they went 2-0 up an extra time and got the job done. I think it's going to be Italy against Spain in the first semi-final. I just think Switzerland, remarkable performance to actually beat the French on penalties. 3-1 down going into the last 10 minutes, but it was by no means a fluke. They were 1-0 up and they missed a penalty, a shocking penalty, I must say. But that probably would have knocked the French out anyway. But when France got the reprieve, they played good football for about 20 minutes, went 3-1 up but couldn't close the game out. But for me, Spain, they're starting to score goals. Morata, big, big pressure off his shoulders, getting that goal in extra time. Spain beat Italy in the first semi-final, Jerry. And then I think looking at tomorrow's games, Czech Republic against Denmark. Denmark have been galvanised with what happened to Christian Eriksen. Thank God he's okay in that first game. But they do create an awful lot of chances. And I think the Danes should be able to get by the Czech Republic. And then it's Ukraine against England in the final quarter final. England, it's their first match away from Wembley. It's going to be a different atmosphere. There's going to be very little English fans with inside that stadium because of the five-day quarantine rule that Italy has for anyone travelling over from England. So this is going to be a different atmosphere. I think Ukraine are going to have a lot of support. Don't forget, Andrei Shevchenko played his club football with AC Milan, and he has sent out a battling cry to Italians to come and support the Ukraine. This could be tricky, Jerry, but I do think England will get through eventually. So England v Denmark, one semi-final, Spain v Italy, the other semi-final, but I'm sticking with the Italians to go all the way and lift the Euros this summer. Let's switch to GAA and uh, last weekend. Disappointment for Lau the next time against Offaly. So Meath carry the hopes of the North East. And the quarterfinals are on in Leinster this weekend. Kildare play Offaly. Wexford take on Dublin. It's Leash against Westmead. But the match we are most interested in is Meath against Longford. Yeah, look, it certainly is, Jerry. Look, I think of the other three games, I'm going to go Kildare to win. I'm going to go Westmead to win. And of course, Dublin will win with plenty to spare. But on to Meath v Longford. Jerry, what on earth is going on with me, GAA? It seems to be a bit of a shambles at the moment. Bernard Flynn has walked away from the under-20 setup. There's obviously been a big falling out with Andy McEntee. By reading between the lines, we're all hearing that some of the seniors were going to come down and help the 20s, but now it looks as if the seniors have taken the 20s. So it's terrible to see. Everybody who loves GAA football wants to see a strong Mead team. Going back in time, they always had a superb footballing side. The likes of Colm O'Rourke and Mick Lyons. I remember standing on Hill 16 and watching that four-in-a-row game um, up against the Dubs week after week after week. They were truly remarkable matches. Everybody, Leinster and the GEA in general, want a strong Mead side. Look, they'll beat Longford, Jerry. I don't think they're going to find too many problems there. And they'll face Kildare in a Leinster semi-final. But that'll be a different kettle of fish altogether. The handicap is the big question mark here. Mead minus seven points at 11 to 10. Now, do I think Mead can beat Longford by eight? They probably can. But all that's going on in the camp at the moment, I just think they'll want to get the victory. They will beat Longford, Jerry, but the real test will be in that semi-final against Kildare to see can they get to a Leinster final, which, of course, whoever gets there, they're not going to beat Dublin. But I think Mead GEA needs to at least beat Longford and beat Kildare to have any resemblance of some sort of a decent season. Leon Blanche, as usual, thank you so much for joining us on Late Lunch. We'll talk to you a week today. Have a great weekend, Jerry. That's our lot on Late Lunch for another week. My thanks to Brian Farley, who guided me safely through the week. Thanks a million, Brian, to our guests who joined us every day and to you, our listeners. We love your company. Thanks so much for uh, being with us on Late Lunch. Eddie's coming next with The Drive and we're back with a brand new week of Late Lunch from 1.30 on Monday. But we leave you today in the company of Mr. Harry Styles with Adore You. We do adore our listeners. See you Monday. Mix LMFM.
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.